The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Providing insight and resources for your spiritual journey. Unity Online Radio. Ready to move from your good life to one that is amazing? Then you've tuned in to the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, Senior Minister of First Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you the tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is amazing. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to From Good to Amazing. So excited that you've chosen to join us this afternoon. I'm equally ecstatic about our wonderful guest with us today, Michelle Phillips. She's a new up-and-coming Hay House author, featured with her own weekly radio show on Hay House, and she's just a dynamic person. You know, one of my strongest desires with this show was for people to be able to see how, in most cases, we limit ourselves by settling for the ordinary rather than the extraordinary, and how most people, if they could only see that they're settling for so much less than what they really deserve in order that they can have an amazing life. And in my mind, and I was so committed to this show today because Michelle Phillips is one of those living examples of how she has transformed her life from good and by everybody's standards would be a life that they would love. But Michelle has moved into the amazing. Welcome, Michelle. I'm so excited that you're with us today. Thank you, Temple. I'm so honored to be here with you on your show. Thanks for having me. Well, you started your life working with TV celebrities and film and and movies um, as a makeup artist. And now look at you. Here you are now, an up-and-coming Hay House author. Tell the audience... (laughs) Tell the audience how you were able to move from this one direction of fulfilling dreams into an entire different phase of your life. Well, I uh, started off, like you said, behind the scenes and helping uh, some of the biggest stars in our country look, quote unquote, perfect for the camera. And while I was doing that, I was getting to know um, basically what made these incredible people tick and and what it took to get out in front of the public eye and shine every day despite what other people would say about them because as celebrities they're always constantly being scrutinized Mm -hmm. and so that for me was my first lesson in what it really took to have that sense of self and to really um, stick to who you are and what you want out of life. And then during that journey when I was working at a TV station, a CBS affiliate, I was asked to be a beauty and style reporter on TV. And I thought, wow, what a great opportunity to find the latest and greatest in beauty products and share them with women and and even men on how to look good and feel better because I always felt that there was a connection between the two. But what I really didn't 
know that was about to occur was I discovered what I now feel is true beauty. I found um, groups of people who were out there living their lives authentic to who they were, and in turn, they were giving back to others. And this extraordinary uh, support system that I would see of groups of people that were just, for example, life coaches that were helping other women in um, workshops that were were helping women rediscover and redefine who they were, Um, uh, groups of gentlemen who were working over at MacDill Air Force Base and were helping to support the military families who were going overseas. These are the types of groups of people that I was being exposed to while I was out there looking to improve people's lives and what they look like on the outside, but I was also exposed to stories of how people were finding extraordinary courage in their lives to live beyond the ordinary, exactly what you're talking about, Temple. And once I was exposed to that, there was absolutely no going back to just focusing focusing on the external beauty. I was just hooked on the internal beauty that these people had, and I wanted it too. You're... Actually, speaking about those everyday heroes, aren't you, that are walking among us all the time, standing beside us at in the grocery line, um, mothers that have overcome certain obstacles with their children, um, dads that are uh, on a various journey of, of helping other kids in the community be better at whatever they're doing. And those are people that they do. There's... It seems that there's no way that anyone can go to that next level of being of service and giving the beauty that they are inside and not equally have an amazing life. Do you feel that that's the case? Yes, I do. I found through, from that point on, um, my life became not just about taking care of me and my family, but giving back to others. And it does when you do that and you start to live your life according to a purpose and something even bigger than yourself, then you you radiate that joy and that love and that connection outward to the world. And that, to me, is the epitome of beauty. You know, you also wrote um, in your book that you were talking about how you came to a place that you knew you had to put something down in writing Um, Because you had seen so many men and women in everyday life as putting concealer on who they really were. Yes. Well, working in the beauty industry and then working also with on-camera personalities, the first thing that people would do when they would sit in my makeup chair or or work with me to create um, a professional image either on camera or in the everyday workforce they would sit down and say, can you cover this up? Can you make me look 10 years younger? Can you make me look 10 years thinner? And they would come up with this list of 10 to 20 things that they felt was wrong about themselves physically. And I found that also they would come up with things that they felt were wrong with them internally as well because there was always that connection. And so... I feel that it's very important for us to stop and take a look at what is right about us, what's wonderful about us, and not so much just on the physical attributes that we have, but on 
um, our personality traits on our love and our joy and our connection with others. So it could be, you know, you're, you're, I'm, I think I'm funny. I think I have great energy. I think I'm a good teacher. I think that, you know, I know that I am a kind, loving, generous person. And I have people, my clients, write these things down. I am beautiful. I am strong. I am amazing. And post these all over your house. Put them on post-it mm-hmm. notes. You know, make it that declaration. And really say it out loud and feel it, own it, until you believe in it. Because for some um, people, I find that they have a hard time coming up with 10 things that are wonderful, that they feel are wonderful about themselves. But once you start retraining your mind and your heart to discover the beauty that you have within and that is around you, then you will create that shift and people will see the beauty in you rather than, hi, you know, I have a big pimple on my face or hi, you know, I look tired. Please, you know, don't look at me. And how many times can you you really recall bringing that to people's attention? We do that all the time. And don't you love it when somebody walks up to you and goes, uh, (laughs) they'll say, Oh, you know, hi, it's so good to see you again. Uh, you look so tired. Are you okay? And you just want to say, like, hello, special. I think to myself, mm, they just went down on my invitation list. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so true, right? Exactly. So staffing, it's like, excuse me, thank you for sharing. You know, if you don't have anything yeah. better to say than that, just mm, go go into your own, you know, go do something. But um, yeah. that's And we do that to ourselves and other people. And it's really important that we stop. Mm-hmm. doing that and yes. make it, you know, a clear, um, you know, conscious decision to delete those negative thoughts because they become so ingrained in us. And when we think about the people that surround us, especially if we have young children in our lives and how they mimic us and they mirror us and people mirror us, right, in our relationships. Totally. So when we see beauty in ourselves and around us at all times, as much as possible, I'm not saying that we, ha- we don't all have bad days, but as much as possible, everyone else will f- see that beauty in you as well. When you're walking around and you're negative and you're, you're picking apart yourself and other people around you, then other people engage in that with you. And then it's just, it feeds on it and it really can take you down that, na- that path of negativity. It's so true, and, you know, for those of you that are in the audience and you're processing what we're talking about, if you, right now, from wherever you are and wherever you live in your in your sacred space, if you have someone in your life that is criticizing you often, if you check it and journal it, I guarantee you, it's simply because that's the way you talk to yourself, because that was a big aha for me, I tell you. It took me a while to get that one. I was a little slow coming along on that one. <laughs> but, um, you know, I had a critical partner, and I'm, I'm like, you know, and I would constantly get criticized. And I thought, you know, what is this about? I am so not used to this, you know. And then I realized, wow, I had started this patterning within myself that I was doing the same thing. Because if you're doing that to yourself and that's how you treat yourself, because how people treat us, we teach people how to treat us. 
they don't always mm-hmm. learn naturally. In any relationship, friendship, it's a teaching, right? It's an exchange of energy of showing boundaries and respect and, and that self-love. And it's so true. Someone taught me uh, early on, uh, early on meaning like 30. <laughs> <laughs> You're only 32 now. What can I say? I know. Somebody asked me if, you know, if I grew up in Florida. I said, are you kidding? I'm still growing up. What does that mean? Anyway, um, <laughs> I, um, I remember uh, being taught to write down 50 things that I loved about myself, exactly what you're saying. And I like your process because you're starting with 10. Because 50 was so overwhelming. I sat, you know, for an hour and I'd look at this big blank paper because when I started with where I was at the time and what I was recovering from and walking into, it wasn't possible to come up with, you know, that many things. But as time went on, I kept doing, I kept showing up and that's what you're saying. And I, I love how you're putting that. You just keep showing up. You write them on front of your mirror. You speak them which is even so much more powerful over and over and over again until they start really resonating uh, with your being. Yes, because I think a lot of times it takes a while for us to really believe in those qualities again. And these are qualities that, as a child, we, we know that they exist. If you look at any child's face, they light up. They look at themselves in the mirror and they smile. They're in awe and a state of wonder with everything about them. As we grow, we lose that sense of awe and wonder and, and self-appreciation. So until we get to the point to where we actually believe it, we have to repeat it. And then, But when you say it out loud, I am beautiful, I am kind, I am loving, you'll look in the mirror and say that and, and, and really feel it in your heart and your soul. Breathe it in, meditate on it until you do get it. And if you have a hard time coming up with, positive qualities about yourself, I guarantee you your best friend can help you out with them. You know, call your best friend and say, I am stuck in this place. I don't know why. I can't even come up with five things. Because that's normal. It, it happens so much uh, with many of us. We lose sight of, of our positive, beautiful qualities. But your friends don't. And, and your, the people that love you don't. So, or ask a young child that's in your life. And, and they'll help you come up with that list pretty quickly. Well, and also the other facet of that, unfortunately, is with mass religiosity, um, uh, you know, alluding to controlling other people and they're teaching them how to think. Uh, people are taught that it's not okay to think highly of yourself and that it's not okay to, you know, care about yourself. And it's just so backwards from what your natural spirit your well-being, you know, is being a co-creator of your universe is, is what it's really all about. Um, mm-hmm. And I think the other part, too, and that's what I love about your book, Beauty Blueprint, is that it, it is a blueprint, and and it's a design, really, it's about designing your life every day. I mean, don't you find that, Michelle? I need to get back on track often several days a week. I mean, I'll go, look at me. I'm focusing on, you know, instead of walking um, out from my car into my home and going, oh, how beautiful. I start looking at what needs to be tended to or taken care of or into that head chatter of why didn't I do that and could have done that. And it's, um, 
it's an everyday intention of um, really saying, okay, I'm going to be on that positive side today. I'm going to watch my words mindfully. I'm going to focus on what I say. That was like my new commitment that I made this week was that I was going to be very mindful of all that I say, how I speak it, the tone I use, and the exchange that I have with other people. And I've caught myself several times today already just, you know, it's like, where did that come from? You know, I don't even feel that way. But we're just so used to chattering and being into noise. I don't think we're even that conscious of how we just say things that either our parents said or we learn from somewhere. Yeah, the negative voices in your head. or I always like to, to put it in terms of, of course, because I come from a beauty background and as a stylist, I always, when I'm working with my clients and they say, you know, I just don't know what to wear, and I say, well, the most important thing to put into perspective is what are you wearing emotionally when you walk out the door every day? Are you choosing anger, resentment, um, just overall lack of enthusiasm because you're tired, you're drained, the dog ran out the door when you're trying to get out the door to go to work, you spill coffee on yourself, you know, your kids are cranky, um, your spouse or your partner uh, may have said something that just threw you for a loop, whatever. There are just all day long we're bombarded with all types of situations that it's up to us to decide how we want to deal with those and how we want to react to those. Or do we say, you know, I'm wearing enthusiasm today. I'm wearing joy and optimism and, and happiness. And it's so funny. I, I was talking to a girlfriend of mine the other day, and she said that she has twin daughters, six years old. And her daughter said, um, Mommy, I woke up in a bad mood today. And she said, Okay, well, put your hand on your forehead and say, Today I'm having a great day. And just keep repeating Aww. that over and over again. Today I'm having a great day. So she walked around and she That's said, awesome. Today I'm having a great day. Yay, That's today awesome. I'm having a great day. Well, and then her sister came along gonna... and ran over her foot with a bike. And she started crying and she ran to her mom and she said, Mom! that hurt and I was trying so much I said today I'm having a great day and and my girlfriend said well honey you have to believe in it (laughs) oh that's so awesome well listen we're excited to hear more of what you have to say we're going to take a short break I'm Temple Hayes from Good to Amazing we'll be right back Unity Online Radio is affiliated with Unity, a nonprofit organization specializing in prayer, publishing, and spiritual education. If you enjoy our programming and would like to support this ministry, go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now to make a contribution. You can make a one-time or recurring monthly donation. Thank you. Hi, my name is Lynn Twist. I'm the author of The Soul of Money. If you're struggling right now with a financial crisis, I recommend going to www.unityfm and listening to our course, 
about the soul of money and how to handle this in a way that brings out the deep spirituality that's available at this time. You know, a crisis is a terrible thing to waste. Join author Lynn Twist for the blessing of the financial crisis. You'll learn new techniques to use the current economic situation to redefine your relationship with money. It's available now for immediate download at unity.fm in the video download section. Transform that thought you've held in your mind into a reality in your life. How do you work in partnership with God to co-create the life that you've always imagined? One way is through the universe-responding spiritual model for life. Each week, Valerie Crabtree will share how to use the universe-responding elements and principles to co-create your life through continuous communication with your higher power. She'll answer your questions using this practical, understandable concept, and your life will change. Listen to Universe Responding on Monday mornings at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern, here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. The message I hear with Thank you for tuning in for From Good to Amazing with Reverend Temple Hayes. If you have a question or comment about today's discussion, you can email us at amazing at unity.fm. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Temple Hayes, and we are talking today about moving from good to amazing. And we are delighted to have with us Michelle Phillips, our up-and-coming Hay House author with the book Beauty Blueprint. Michelle, you probably remember, but a couple of weeks ago I went over to uh, Lifetime Television to the show The Balancing Act, and I was doing a segment there that would be aired in June. But it was very interesting because when I met the host, um, she came out and she said to me, she said, oh, you look great. And I went, thank you for noticing. And she said, oh, wow, self-esteem. And I said, well, yeah, finally. <laughs> and she said, do you feel that people are born with self-esteem? Mm-hmm. What's your answer to that, Michelle? Do you feel that people are born with self-esteem? Yes, I do. Personally, I do. Uh, I feel that. Our children, when we watch our children, yesterday I went to the beach with my husband and I was sitting there watching all these kids around us, these little children, one, two, three, five years old, and they were laughing and happy and didn't care what other people thought about them. They were just happy little beautiful creatures that would look at their hands and on wonder and, and smile at whoever was walking by and just loving life and looking at everything around them with appreciation. And there was so much joy in them that they, 
they look in the mirror at themselves. I see little kids sometimes when you're in the mall, and they'll just look at themselves <laughs> and smile. And I believe that we have that self-esteem when we're young, but then when we get older, our parents will try to protect us or do things and say, you know, don't do that, be careful, don't worry, you know, don't be uh, too outgoing. Oh, you know, be careful that you um, don't brag about yourself too much because that makes others feel bad around you. And these types of behaviors, they're, they're only doing what they've learned. They're not, their intention is not to hurt us, but it does... I feel, take away from our self-esteem as we grow older. We lose sight of of our true inner selves and our connection with our source, our God, I mean, if our, our creator. Our creator is beautiful, and we are our creator, right? We are connected, part of our creator, and so how can we think anything other? But when when we grow up and we get ingrained into society, we lose sight of that. Absolutely, and when we we don't get that uh, feedback, you know, that's positive. And um, I remember my sixth grade teacher called my parents to hold a meeting, and she told them that I was never going to amount to anything because I talked too much. <laughs> well, look at you now, girlfriend. And You're on the air. It's, it's <laughs> on the radio. <laughs> Your gift of gab was fabulous. <laughs> it's, been, it's been the way, you know, that has served me my entire life in right. one form or another, whether it was sales or or whether it's been ministry or, you know, whatever, and friendship or whatever it has been, it's been the, um, you know, the ability to speak. And it's so we can find it through other people that nurture it and validate it. And part of that that you were saying is the ability to get out and find new mirrors and how important that is. And in your book, when you're referring to building a foundation, you actually start talking about, creating a system of support, um, the difference between people that are like lifting you or leaning upon you or leaning on you. Uh, Let's talk about that because I'm sure there's a lot of people out there today that are resonating and just like us coming from various walks of life and give us some good ideas about that. Well, that is an interesting um, dynamic when you are... I, when you say mirrors, which is what I talk about quite a bit in my book, we look at ourselves in the mirror, which is a reflection of who we are, right? And then everyone around us is a reflection of who we are. So when I'm working with my clients and they talk about having negativity in their life or a lot of fear or things that they're trying to shed themselves out of and move into a more positive direction, the first thing I do is invite them to look at who they surround themselves with, and not only people but situations. So if there's a lot of negativity around you, you will have a very hard time moving forward past that negativity into that positive place in your life because you you can get stuck in those those negative spots. So um, it's very important that we are aware of our surroundings and the people in our lives and that we create a positive support system that mirrors the direction, not only the direction that we want to go in, but then the direction of the state of of mind and in our heart and soul what we want to stay in. And there are always going to be those people in our lives, and you mentioned family. You know, some Mm -hmm. of our family members are not always the most positive people in the world, and they'll be the first ones to pick up 
the phone and tell you about how fearful they are for the new direction that you're taking in life, right? And that's because that's where you came from. That's what they taught you, and they're trying to protect you, but you're thinking, "Uh uh-uh, I want to move away from that. So it's very important that we create this awareness of what we're surrounding ourselves with, yet we can't just tell certain people in our lives to go away, but what we can do is say, thank you so much for your concern, I'm moving in this new direction. I would really appreciate it if you would support me by staying as positive as you can about this situation or whatever I'm doing. And that hopefully, um, if not, the, the people that are really the negative energy suckers in our lives, I have found that when you continually say that and you keep continually walk forward, they eventually stop calling. They eventually stop uh, talking to you in that negative manner because you are shifting out of that place. Of negativity, and when you shift out of it, your mirrors will start to change and reflect differently. That's so true because you stop feeding them. Yes, you know, you don't you stop, engage in it you anymore. Stop feeding them, and it's um, and it's almost like looking at it from a perspective of like the eighty twenty rule. You know, twenty percent of your family are going to be in your life; they're going to take up. Your time, and I don't mean to like take it from you, but they're going to be part of your life and their relationships. But the other 80% of your relationships are, you know, it's, it's key that they're positive, that they, that they really get you and that they resonate with you. I know for the majority of my adult life, I've either been in a community of, you know, the centers for spiritual living or in unity. I like, feel like I live in a bubble, you know, sometime because I'm just surrounded by positive people. And right. it's just so key, um, especially now because we're so bombarded with uh, what people don't understand is that we are fueled by uh, the media that is driven by advertisements. And, right. um, and so, uh, unfortunately, and regardless of the 1800s or 2011, 21st century, we're always told the same answer. Uh, good news doesn't sell advertisements. Now, I would love to be part of that change. I feel that many of us will be. But where we are today is that's the truth. And if people can understand that. So we're bombarded all the time of all the the worst that could possibly happen on the planet. That's what we get, you know. So it's so crucial that our within our own choices of what we can be in control of, that we are around that that vibration of of knowing and hope and and seeing the world in a different way and you know all that. It's just so key. It is, and, you know, I work in the media, and so I would work in it every day in the negative, in a news station. I worked with all the big networks, CNN, Fox, and CBS, and, and so I literally wouldn't I try not to listen to the television and, um, because it would get, it would eat away at me with all those stories, but they do uh, sensationalize quite a bit, and that's how they get their ratings, and that's how they earn their money. And now that we have 24-hour news, they have to do a lot of sensationalizing to keep people to tune in for 24 hours. And then, of course, we have reality TV, which, in my opinion, is not reality. It's humiliation television. And I mm-hmm. think that as we rise up and say that's not reality and we stop watching it, eventually it hopefully won't get the ratings that it is getting. Um, but I, I also agree that a lot of people like to watch it because they feel better about their lives because they think, wow, if that's 
what I'm watching and those people are going down the tubes and maybe my life's not so bad. But what's important is what you just said with finding like-minded communities to create your own positive reality. And that, when I was going through a very difficult divorce, I was in an abusive relationship and I was surrounded by a lot of negativity in my life and I had left uh, my ex-husband and I was living in a very financially uh, very difficult space and a friend of mine invited me to to attend your church temple because he loved the like-mindedness of the positive people there and that your leadership and your inspiration and motivation and how you touch people um, was really touched him and so he kept encouraging me to attend and when I did I I just I sat there and thought oh my gosh I've come home because I was surrounded by exactly what I had been looking for and that was love and connection and spirit and and just this amazing amount of support from people and as well as you and so even if you're not in a place where you you feel that you have that yet that positive surrounding love first of all definitely i mean we're on unity radio today this is an incredible place to find it and and continually uh, go to um, a unity church or to clubs or networking groups of positive like-minded people because now i am in a place as a hay house author and have uh, overcome the obstacles and I'm teaching others to live better lives. And now I'm working with you and so many of the people who along the way supported me, who continually support me, and that is how I got to where I am now. It's through support. And Dr. Chris Northrup, I, I know you follow her. She's a Hay House author. She's a very famous OBGYN. And, and she said, I call it assisted living. <laughs> that when we surround ourselves, like <laughs> exactly, no one does it alone. Even Oprah Winfrey last night, I was watching her on her master class. She told her personal story. She said, I don't do it alone. No one can do it alone. And it's so important that you surround yourself with the people that support you and the direction you're heading. And even if that is just to help you start feeling good about your life, you know, and just staying in that positive space. So, yeah, it's just incredible to me. I mean, you were one of the first people that I met that helped me through. And so I'm just so grateful and so blessed. And, it, you know, it's, it's out there for us, the people, the, the, the communities, the support systems. We just have to step into it. Well, I'm glad that encounter happened as well because it's been such an incredible journey for two of us like Mira's ever since then and to just watch you go. And really what it is as we look at it, it's it's that you remembered. I mean, yes, we offered a space of validation and nurturing for you to come into. But in that space, you had that scientific moment if you want to call it that, that you remembered, oh, this is who I am, and this is what it's supposed to feel like to be me again, right? Right, (laughs) And in that memory, it's like everything within your body lined up again because that was what was so. Where before, it was all the things that you had adapted or that had been placed upon you um, that 
weren't so because they were untruths. And it's so, that's so hard for people to get because they keep defending where they are, but they don't understand that it's because they're, they're living the untruths, you know, and that's one of the hardest things is the, um, the ability for us to be honest with ourselves as to who we really are. And, and because I think sometimes the comfort zone, you know, it's that slow bake of the frog. When you put mm-hmm. the, the frog is in, is in a, a bottle of a boiling water, it will just jump right out. But if you place the frog in the water and slowly turn up the heat, eventually it will get used to where it is. And mm-hmm. so it's, it's, like you said, you can become in that place of, that what we call stuck or or in that negative space, and we think, oh, but this is where I am, and we defend it, and we stay there because we think that that's our comfort zone. But when mm-hmm. we step out of that and you get back into alignment with who you are, your life changes in miraculous ways. I mean, miracles occur, and it is unbelievable what happens. It's just taking that first step. Is, that's is, so is, true. That, like that's me. so true. And don't you think another part of it um, for people that, you know, it's certainly been part of my own journey um, because people have asked me before, you know, how did it feel when all of your Southern Baptist community, you know, couldn't accept you because of who you are, how you love, your choices, your sexual preferences, all that you are, how did that how did that feel? And I said, well, you don't understand that as a, as a kid, it was very horrific. But as an adult in the few years ago, you know, it was clear to me that what it was actually asking them, they were doing the best they could, you know, and that sometimes love just isn't enough. Um, it doesn't have to do with love. It's uh, people's fears. They're so ingrained in, um, you know, the being afraid because they've been taught to think in this box, right? And so it's so uh, challenging for them to ever conceptualize, well, I can get out of this box. Actually, this is a uh, an illusion, and it doesn't really exist in the first place. But somewhere along the way, I I built a big frame around these ideas, and they're they're not true. And and I would have people say, "But I love you," you know, with the big butt in the front. But I love you. But I love you. And it's like, you know, I get that, and and you 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 still do. Um, and I remember a couple of uh, relationships on the way of being able to say. You know, I know you do. There is no doubt in my mind based upon your ability to love that you love me. But you know what? That's not enough for a lifetime. Maybe right. for now, but not not for a lifetime. Well, I'm very much enjoying our conversation. Um, everybody, please be sure after the show and check out uh, michellephillips.com. Um, you will find out just how amazing she is. And then you're going to be so shocked because you're going to see that <laughs> not only is she beautiful on the inside, but she is so gorgeous on the outside. Aww, I'm Temple you. Hayes, and you are joining us on From Good to Amazing on Unity Online Radio. If you're enjoying this program and all the other things that the beautiful Unity message has to offer online, please feel free to donate to Unity Online Radio. 
unity.fm. And we'll be right back after this short break. Do you sometimes feel as though the door to happiness has closed and there's no other door in sight? In her book, Ask Yourself This, Unity Minister Wendy Craig Purcell reminds us that Everything happens for a reason. We've all experienced situations which felt like anything but good. We may have lost our job or gone through a divorce or experienced some other dark night of the soul. Yet those very experiences, when met spiritually, can lead us to a much greater good. The lost job can be what finally motivates us to discover the work that truly feeds our soul. The ending of a marriage can trigger us to do the emotional healing and personal growth work we've been avoiding for years. Every one of us can look back at negative or painful experiences in our lives and say that they turned out to be the best, worst things that ever happened to us. For more insight from Wendy Craig Purcell, read Ask Yourself This from Unity House Books. If you're focused on getting the right answers, Ask Yourself This emphasizes the importance of asking the right questions. Order your copy today at www.unity.org. Celebrated Unity Minister and author Eric Butterworth tells us, The exciting thing is that wherever you may be along the way of unfoldment and self-realization, no matter what the problems or challenges you may face, there is always more in you, the mystery of God in you, the Christ in you, which means your potential for healing, for overcoming, for prosperity. There is no limit. Join us each week for Discovering Eric Butterworth, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Central Time with host Rev. Tom Thorpe right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to From Good to Amazing with your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. So, hi, I'm Temple Hayes, and welcome back to our conversation today with the one and only Michelle Phillips, author of Beautiful the Blueprint, The Beauty Blueprint. There we go. And, Michelle, it's just <laughs> been a pleasure. I'm loving the richness of our conversation today and so ecstatic. When will your book be out? It's in November, right? Yes, the book is going to be out in November, but up until that point, I do, like I said, have the radio show on Hay House Radio every Monday called The Beauty Blueprint, and on my website, michellephillips.com, you can um, read my blog, and I do share tips that I have in my book, and I also have videos that give tips and inspiration on how to look good and feel better from the inside out. So, yeah, I'm very excited. The book is just I mean, November can't come quick enough, though. I'm, I just I can't wait for it to be out so I can share it with people. Oh, it, it sounds like it, and I'm sure a lot of people that are listening today are, are looking forward to uh, knowing more about you and knowing more about what you're doing. Um, we've been talking a lot today about, you know, from good to amazing and, and what that requires and what obstacles we have to overcome. I think um, that people forget 
often when they see somebody and they look at them from a distance or a person that they say can walk in and take a room, for example, we forget what that person has had to walk through in order to get to where they are. They've had to go through certain obstacles and challenges. I mean, I look at your life. I know that you talk about it more in your book about the pain and, and suffering that you endured of what you had to walk away from. And I think that's important for people to take a note of because we've been um, referring today to letting go of some relationships that aren't supportive. Uh, We've talked about letting go of the self-talk that's not supportive, a lot of the habits that aren't supportive. And it feels like when you hear this early on, wow, this is a lot of giving up stuff. But ultimately, it's a lot of space that allows the true person to come in. And it just, I think that's key with recognizing how we can design our lives is that it's necessary for some people to walk out of our lives. I, I love that statement uh, that I heard a few years ago, some bless us by coming and some bless us by going, you know, because it's so true, isn't it? And, yes, it and is. And so, so right on. It, um, it is, and every experience I've ever had, whether it's positive or negative, um, I have, now looking back, I have blessed, I am grateful for, and even the negative experiences, because from the ones, you know, the, the very, really hard, painful, profound experiences I've had, I've grown, and it's it's helped me grow uh, spiritually, emotionally, and be able to move into the next phase of life. And when I was in the places of negativity and relationships that weren't um, healthy for me, or maybe even um, you know a point in my life when I was drinking and I was smoking, you know, I was in that part of my life in my twenties and my early thirties. And I drank know, more. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, when I look back, I didn't until I got the lesson. I kept repeating the patterns, and I I am so grateful that I was, finally, I woke up and, and I said, I, enough, and it, it took me seeing my child um, suffering from the anger and the abuse that I was um, experiencing in my relationship with my ex-husband who was coming from a place of being raised by a very angry man, his father. So he didn't know how to be any different in certain periods of our relationship. He wasn't that way all the time. So I thought that I could cover it up and fix it and make it better and by walking on eggshells and everybody would be okay. What I didn't realize is that not everybody was okay, and the more and more that I uh, stayed in this relationship, the more uh, depressed I became, the more I lost who I was, and it was beginning to show on my kids. And that's when I said, enough. And enough for me. And when I took that step, I'll never forget working with a psychologist slash life coach, and she said, pat yourself on the back. You have now just taken the first steps of breaking the cycle, and meaning the cycle of abuse in your family. Or, and that could have been, for me, it may be abuse. For someone else, it could be alcoholism. It could be anything. It could be, I have uh, clients I've worked with that perpetually they lie to themselves and other people. There's so many things that 
that we're faced with in ourselves, that when we say, okay, this is who we are, this is where we are, and it's not necessarily to beat ourselves up, it's just to say, okay, what can I do now to break the cycle and to move into a space of freeing myself from living this way? And when you do, it does not mean that it's always easy to go through the steps of healing, but when you do and you start living that life according to you know, who you are, the truth of who you are, like you said, the temple of love and truth, and you start walking in the, 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 the happiness and the joy and start bringing that into your life, and that space gets filled up with the positive once you get that negative and clear that out of your pathway. And it's phenomenal what happens. It's unbelievable how safe we really are when we do that. You know when they say when you walk, if you only knew who walked beside you? Right. You know, in the sand, if you only knew who walked beside Mm -hmm. you? Because a lot of times I feel like we just get more and more stuck in those places that we're not happy with or those relationships or those um, addictions or whatever it is. And, and as we decide to take the steps to heal inside and, and work on us and we walk away from unhealthy situations, it's, it's unbelievable how miracles occur. By me doing what I did, I lost everything financially. I ended up bankrupt. I ended up on food stamps with my kids. But this was only what, four years ago, Temple, remember? And it, now yeah, I'm... Yeah, it's only four years ago, and look at you Yeah, now. and so now and I'm remarried to an incredible man who is the most supportive, loving, complete polar opposite of anything I've ever experienced in my life. My children are thriving. My career in helping others is thriving. And I've never been happier in my life. And I, if I would have known then what I know now, I would have left so much early, so long time ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, would have, I would have stopped those unhealthy patterns of all kinds of stuff, not just the relationship, but other stuff. If I would have known how beautiful my life would have become so quickly. It is so funny. It's like um, whatever, all we're really asked to do in life is to give up what's making us unhappy. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, I, I love that. I love that statement because it's so, it's so powerful. And that would be a good process for everyone to journal this week. You know, what is it in my life that is distracting me from being present with who I really am and who I came mm-hmm. here to be? That would give a lot of insight because... I'm with you, you know, all those extra distractions. And one of mine was just, you know, the woundology of perfectionism. I still have some of it, but mm-hmm. by far not like I used to, you know, and and starting to get hooked into this idea of being busy. And I think that's a, a good one that we can talk about for the next few minutes because Please, if you're out there today and you've already started the mantra of, I am divine, I am so busy, I am so important, I am so busy, (laughs) please stop. (laughs) (laughs) So true. And you made a good point that sometimes when we step into the place of, of shedding things that may be holding us back, that doesn't mean that we let go of their personality traits of things forever. They're always kind of linger there, but once we acknowledge them and we 
consciously make that awareness of, okay, I see that. It's coming up again. I'm going to, you know, try my best to not be perfect today. I I feel that. I I do that a lot, too. Um, But when we do uh, get into what you say, the busyness of life, our to-do lists, it's incredible how depleted I'm finding that my clients are, including myself some days, when I just get so wrapped up in what I need to do, and for a lot of us, that need to-do list is taking care of everybody else. Mm -hmm. And then we find we're not on that to-do list. And if we do not stop and take the time to take care of ourselves, we are not any good to anyone else. It's kind of like when you're taking off in the plane and the stewardess says, okay, if the air pressure changes in the cabin, the masks are going to drop down in front of you. And so it's very important that you put your mask on first and then assist the person next to you. Because if we can't breathe, we can't help anybody else breathe. And so I find that when we're not able to quote-unquote breathe and we are starting to get ourselves filled up with stress, anxiety, uh, overwhelmed with just life in general, that spills over in a negative way to everyone in our lives. That could be our relationships, our careers, um, our, our family members, and it's really awesome, but most importantly, too, your health. If you don't have your health, you don't have anything. So it's, it affects every part of, of your life. So it's so important that we take time out every day for ourselves. And most people will say to me, there's no way I can do that. I have way too much to do. Well, yes, there is a way. We all can find a way. We all take 30 minutes to watch TV, don't we? <laughs> there's always. There's yeah, always or get on the computer way. and check our email. Turn it there's off. <laughs> Go do something else for half an hour. Go walk on a treadmill and play some pleasant music or go take a bubble bath. It doesn't have to mean that you're going to take a trip to Paris every six months. But, <laughs> oh, you know, let's do it. <laughs> I think we should do it anyway, right? We can manifest that one, can't we, Temple? Yeah, the, but, yeah, but those things should be on our list, in, too. Uh, in Paris. Uh, well, listen, those things I tell to be, you If you love to travel, been... put that on your list. I encourage everyone to yeah. create a top ten list of things you love to do, even if you're not doing them. And I find a lot of people don't even know what they like to do anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and take, so if you lose sight of that, time. think about when you were a kid. Did you like to paint? Did you like to ride a bike? Did you like to go dancing? I think it's it's just we lose touch. Yeah, and, when we and get then back we in have touch, to learn how yeah. again to to go and do it. Well, I feel like we've all been nurtured by you today, Michelle Phillips. Please go to michellephillips.com. Visit me anytime at templehays.org our Unity Campus.org here in St. Petersburg. It's been our pleasure to bring you today from good to amazing. Uh, please join us. And for those of you that have been touched by today's show, please forward it over to some of your friends that you feel could benefit by that wonderful beauty blueprint offered by the great teachings of Michelle Phillips, Hay House author. See you next Thank week. You. Thank you for joining our Thank show. Thank you, Temple. Have a beautiful week. Thank you for tuning in to From Good to Amazing with Reverend Temple Hayes. 
Join us every Monday at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern for more tools to move your life from good to amazing. This program is brought to you in part by Temple Hayes Ministries online at www.templehays.org and First Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. Online at www.unitycampus.org. What makes your spiritual path effective? What truly transforms your life? You can read all the books, hear all the speakers, and attend all the workshops. But what matters is putting spiritual principles to work in every decision you make. Join Rev. Ellen Debenport and co-host Laura Shepard on Absolute Living as they talk each week about how to practice principle day in and day out. Send them your questions to be answered on the air. The email is absoluteliving at unity.fm. Read Reverend Ellen's book called The Five Principles, available at unity.org. Then join Ellen and Laura each week right here on Unity FM to hear how to practice spiritual principles in your life on Absolute Living. Inspiration only takes a moment. We invite you to focus your attention inward with these words from Elizabeth Searle Lamb. This is a new day. Lead your conscious mind to that still haven of your soul where your indwelling Christ opens wide the doorway of your heart. At once, mind, soul, and body, you are flooded with the light and love of God. You are lifted high above this earthly plane and filled with the radiance of spirit. Send this love and light on to those whom you hold dear so that it may uplift, heal, and comfort them. As you send this radiance on, you are filled with a new sense of God's power, and you release this power to the whole world to uplift, guide, and bless all people. A day's tasks await you. But God is with you, and with God's help, all shall be done perfectly. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. I'm Suzanne Giesman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.